Up next, right here on Spreaker, it's your boy, the governor of Minnesota. Sports talk, that is. The big, smooth Vince Wright coming to you live with Sports Done Right. Keep it locked. It's about time you got it right. Up next, it's your boy, the big, smooth Vince Wright, broadcasting live from the Sportstacular Governor's Mansion, the governor of sports talk, that is, and he's got your ticket to all the latest sports-related news, events, and hot topics. Are you ready to get it right? Sports Done Right, up next.
You're just a couple minutes away. Sports done right. Coming up next.
planet. She wouldn't have did me real wrong. I mean, I did the same thing to her, but she ain't had no right to do me like that, though, dog. For real. You've been seeing him, and I know. Sports done right coming up right after this. Stay tuned. Vince Wright, the sports governor from Minnesota. For the record, no, I wouldn't have her unless I could have the two of you. I know why he pursuing you. That booty do be moving, boo. Late night, straight pipe, they ain't nothing new to you. Wait a minute, can't tell me shit. Wanna tell me something, then tell me this. If I would've never would've hit that chick, would you even ever know dude existed? Now, got me twisted. Yo ass goodbye, I kissed it. Now you all on his dick. Shout it, look at this From the situation room of his lakefront chateau, he's bringing a little color to the voice of Minnesota sports talk and worldwide. His mama calls him Vince, but you can call him Governor. And by way of executive order, he's serving real sports fans a dose of sports done right. What up, what up, what up out there? 
Vince Wright, sports governor. Back for another Tuesday night edition, Sports Done Right, live from the Situation Room. Man, balling, big things happening, can't wait to get to it. First off, though, let me welcome uh, preliminary folks in the chat room. Always got to start ladies first. I got to welcome uh, Spending on the Ones and Twos. Make sure you're following her, DJ Queen. How are you, lovely? Oh, and a possible newcomer in here. And I would definitely like to <laughs> say we love the picture. But anyway, uh, Shelly B's in here. Welcome aboard Sports Done Right. Talking them saints. Who that down there in the who that nation. Oh, yeah, I was waiting for my homie to come on up in here. Again, uh, politicking with Vince Wright, the sports governor on Sports Done Right here on Spreaker.com. Also, XSquadAffiliates.com as well. But my main man out of Columbus, Ohio, a very happy individual. You know why. His squad playing for the national championship. That's right. Ohio, O-H-I-O State gets Clemson off the bat. We'll talk about that in just a little bit. But got to welcome my main man. The one and only Run CNC up in the joint. What up, sir? And first one in, always going to win with the sports governor, Mr. OG Dion. What's up, man? What up, OG? And the man with the camera, the man with the lens, 35mm, 8mm, 16mm, whatever you need shot, this dude can put it on uh, digital. Yeah, it's digital now. Listen, I'm over here talking about film, man. It's all digital. But the one and only up in here, that's right, out of Atlanta, GA, photographer extraordinary of uh, the X-Squad, the one and only Easy does it. What up, Easy? Up oh, and from the MCDE, the one and only, and I love that new avatar pick, uh, avatar, avi pick, I guess the kids call it, DJ Nunu up in here as well. What up, girl? All right, so let's get to it, man. Lots of, lots of sports tonight. Uh, <laughs> whoops, a little click there. Uh, big things happening, man. We got a lot to get into. A former Heisman Trophy winner has passed away. We're going to talk a little bit about the Minnesota scene. It, you saw the title of the show. It, man, the Vikings just about done. Um, and after this Sunday, you may be able to put the fork in them. So we'll talk about my home team as well. Obviously, the chat room's always popping and bringing up stuff. Oh, and by the way, how could I forget my main man, the one and only? He is X-Squad affiliated as well. And uh, my apologies, sir, but he is the host of Cooking with the Microwave, the one and only John Fisher in the building as well. And I'm not even going to try and say in the building. But Jay Fish, I miss you, brother. Glad you are up in here and chopping it up with us, man. And all the one and only, the big man, Big Coop, in here as well, talking about his FSU team. Go knows what's happening. Appreciate that. 
Appreciate the love. Sports done right. Again, you can find this uh, and all the other shows, by the way, xsquadaffiliates.com, our uh, website. Make sure you check us out there. Follow us all on Spreaker.com as well. Come on in to Spreaker. Set up a quick little account. Then make sure you start searching and following the shows. Cooking with the Microwave. Make sure you're following Jersey Vern and all his shows. All you got to do is type in Vern from Jersey or um, the bottom to the top show, anything like that. Monday recap show. Uh, Man Leon out there as well. He's doing big things. Uh, search for his show. We got the Lonely Hearts Club hosted by Togo. But anyway, we're getting into all the shows and we got some new people as well. The Brothers Podcast. Make sure you check them out. Uh, all kinds of stuff. The Nathan Ivy show. Me and my wife were listening to Nathan Ivy last night. She was really kind of digging him. So, uh, lots of stuff coming down the pipe, man. But let's get to it here. Oh, hold up. He just popped in. I see you. I see you. For you and, and uh, Run CNC. <laughs> yeah, she. The one and only that ninja up in the building. I say what up to my man. Give our best of QT from a very, very cold <laughs> Twin Cities here today, man. It is a, it's about 20 degrees right now with about a 50 mile per hour wind outside. And I actually uh, moved uh, to a different situation room here within the executive retreat. And we are off and running. But anyway, man, lots of stuff to get into here. Some sad news that we got to get going with. Um, yeah, Colorado, former Colorado Buffalo, Rashan Salam dies at 42 years old, man. Whew, tough one. And, um, let's see, Salam found dead in a park in Boulder, Colorado. Police determined there were no signs of foul play. They spoke to his mother. Um, his mother, Khalida Salam, told USA Today apparently that they found the note. Police told her it was a suspected suicide. Wow, that is sad, man. That is just sad. Um, Color he was uh, Rashawn was Colorado's first Heisman Trophy winner back in 1994. Man, it seems so long ago now. Um, and at the time, he was just the fourth player in college football history to run for more than 2,000 yards. Finished the year up with uh, 2,055 yards. Uh, breakout season for him. He totaled over 3,000 yards, 33 touchdowns on the ground during his career out there in Boulder. Um, he won the Doak Walker Award, which was given to the nation's top running back. So he uh, added that along to the Heisman as well. Yeah, um, incredible, man. Uh, Rashan Salam, um, suspected suicide, only 42 years old. Um, obviously, a lot of things probably going on, going on there. Um Colorado Athletic Director Rick George said, uh, this is uh, the Buff family's lost an outstanding young man and a great Buff today. We are heartbroken for Rashawn and his family, and our thoughts and prayers are with them at this very difficult time. Yeah, man, as you can imagine, those were some magical teams out there. Um, former coach Bill McCartney says he was very coachable. He didn't take himself too seriously, and he always credited those around him, especially his offensive line. What I liked about him was that he had a sparkle in his eye. He was upbeat and positive. 
So, yeah, man, bad, bad news there. Salam was taken in the first round in the 95 draft by the Chicago Bears, won the NFC Rookie of the Year that same year when he ran for over 1,000 yards and 10 touchdowns. He put in about three years with the Bears. Um, He also played a couple games with the expansion Cleveland Browns in 1999, uh, finished his career, or excuse me, and finished, yeah, finished his career with uh, 1,684 career yards rushing. Um, Later, Salam continued his football playing career, oh boy, in the short-lived XFL, remember that, the old wrestling Vince McMahon league. He also played north of the border for a minute up in the CFL as well. His name was added to the ballot a couple years ago for nomination into the College Football Hall of Fame. So, obviously, man, our our deepest thoughts, prayers, sympathies go out to the uh, Salam family. Um, This, you know, I I wasn't a Colorado fan, but I always enjoyed watching Rashawn Salam play. Uh, He, big, strong running back, had speed as well. And, you know, what can you say, man? What can you say? Uh, the first lady, Angie Wright, is joining us, and it looks like she's on her way home with the daughter. All right, and congratulations, Sydney's team. Um, Sydney plays on the 10th grade team at her high school, Hill Murray. Um, well, high school and junior high, but she's playing on the 10th grade team this year. She's an eighth grader. So good job to the first daughter. Very, very happy for her. And yes, Ninja, 20 degrees, 50 mile per hour winds. Probably not that much, but um, it, it feels like it, man. We are finally getting our first dose of winter up here in uh, the great Northland up here in Minnesota, bordered by Canada to the north. It is what it is. But anyway, yeah, so sad news on Rashan Salam, man. Um, good cat. You'd never want to see people go. Obviously, they're... There's probably some issues going on if he uh if it is proven to be a suicide. So um yeah, just bad news there. A lot of good memories um watching those Colorado teams and you know when they go up and beat Michigan. Oh man. Anyway, uh moving on, some other stuff we're gonna get into. We're gonna get into the golfer talk as well. Uh basketball team gets another win the other night over Vanderbilt, 56-52. So the Gophers um trying to set themselves up to maybe be 12 and 1 by the time the Big 10 season hits. Hmm. Interesting, interesting. So yeah, we'll talk about our Gophers. The, the football team is accepted their bid. They're going to be playing Washington State, Mike Leach's team out there in beautiful San Diego, California, best city in the country. Hands down. Absolutely up out to see. We're going to talk about that. Um, we're also now we're going to start talking a little bit too about some college basketball. You know, now that the seasons are on their way, also with the NBA, we're going to start getting into that because obviously we're kind of going to be into a slow time now up until the bowls start with college football. Um, we are going to talk about Ohio State. Um, you know, I'm not going to sit here and belabor the point because that's kind of the thing about coming on Tuesdays. You know, when uh, a lot of stuff happens on a Saturday and whatnot, you know, obviously people have had a jump start over the Sports Done Right show and whatnot. So I'm not going to get too much into the debate of if they, 
you know, should be there, this, this, and that. Because quite honestly, there's arguments on both sides of the ball for Penn State as well as Ohio State. Ohio State, in my opinion, they pass the eye test. When you look at them, they are one of the four best teams in the country. Now, Penn State beat them on the field, win the conference championship, told you're going to the Rose Bowl. We'll talk about that in a little bit. Also, we're going to get in that chat room. Want to say, oh, what up to the Wait a Minute Show? My man, what's up, sir? We are trying to be a one-man production crew tonight. And everybody, do check out the Wait a Minute Show as well. Um, good good show there. And make sure you follow the Wait a Minute Show. And I'll follow... Um, Everybody, by the way, X-Squad affiliated and also the Underground Railroad show hosted by That Ninja as well. Make sure you're following everybody on Spreaker.com and make sure you not only do you follow, but when you listen, you hit that heart, which is the likes. Likes are very important in the world to Spreaker. So make sure you hit the heart, share the show. And if the show's live, get in the chat room, get interactive, man. We all like to read the chat. I'm going to be jumping in here. I'll be reading the chat here in a little bit. And, um, you know, we'll go from there, man. So we're going to have some fun. We're going to have some good music tonight. Uh, Doug Stewart, congratulations, Doug. Doug is uh, moving to a subscription uh, basis on his show. And I get it. It had to be done, man. You know, Doug's got to make his money. So wishing Doug Stewart uh, all the best in his new endeavor. I got me and the, the first lady signed up last night for four bucks a month. Nah, we we can do that, man. That ain't, that ain't nothing for Doug. He's giving us a... Hey, I wouldn't be doing this show. We all wouldn't be doing our shows. We wouldn't be chatting. And, you know, we all wouldn't be friends if it wasn't for the two live stews. And as they like to say, vis-a-vis the Doug Stewart show as well. So uh, do your thing, Doug. Do your thing. All right, college coaches on the move, obviously. Um, Texas found their guy with Tom Herman. Today, Matt Rule, hired by Baylor. He's coming over there um, from Temple. And I know I was hoping Rel Scott may be in here because he Rel actually works at Temple, and I'm sure he could add a lot of insight to that. But we'll talk about that a little bit later on as well. Um, you know, Baylor – lot of stuff going on a lot of stuff they got to get cleaned up down there and we'll see if uh this guy is the guy to do it all right so uh nba action obviously clay thompson doing big things last night 60 points 29 minutes insane we'll get into that a little bit later in the show when we talk a little nba we're also and also um we're going to get into Russell Westbrook as well. Six straight triple doubles for my man. You know, Russell plays basketball like no one we haven't seen in a minute. So we're going to talk about him as well and, and see, you know, if he's ready to not only be the offensive machine, but also see if he's ready to be the leader, the true leader of that Oklahoma State team now that Kevin Durant is gone. Uh, what else we got going on tonight here? What else are we talking about? Again, folks, sports done, right? Um, obviously, like I said, we're going to get into Ohio State. Washington made the cut as well. That surprised some people. Clemson, Alabama. Um, 
Oh, and one thing, too, that I wanted to get to in this little first segment here. Tiger Woods. What did you think? Yeah. First off, wasn't it just nice to have Tiger back? I mean, honestly, you know, and I'm speaking not of just people like myself who've come to love golf, play golf and whatnot. Wasn't it just nice to have Tiger back? And before I continue this Tiger take, let me say what up to my main man, Georgia State alumni down there in the ATL as well. He is the legal representation of the X squad. The one and only Sluggo, paratrooper extraordinaire, defending your rights so we can have shows like this. What up, Sluggo? All right, back to Tiger Woods. First off, he looked great. I mean, physically, just looked good. He looked slimmed down. You know, he looked... You know, like he wasn't, <laughs> as some people would say, roided up, but I digress. That ain't me. But I'm just saying he looked slimmed down. He looked much more just better. And also what I really liked about him from the get-go, I loved this swing. Um, he seems to have slowed it down. It's just a much more, it looks just manageable. It's not the big wild torquing action on his back. And not only that. Tiger smiled a lot. You could tell Tiger was happy to be back. And I hope that um, El Tigre really uh, lets that feeling sink in. And, and, you know, as he, I think he, yeah, he turns 41 actually later this month. Just let it go, man. Have fun and see what happens, Tiger Woods. Because I think I think if he could play golf like that and just be relaxed and, and have a little fun, I think some good things are going to happen. And who knows, maybe a major two or three might be in his mix as well we'll wait and see but yeah uh big cooper out there big coop tiger was up and down but look healthy last week and yeah exactly that's what i'm saying you know the scores were were good and obviously he teased us on friday with uh, what was it the 65 or whatever you know um about four or five shots off the lead look tiger woods was never going to win the golf tournament um, I think we know that. I think it's safe to assume. Whatever. Okay. He wasn't going to win a tournament. But what you needed to see from Tiger is exactly what he did. First off, he played four rounds of golf. That's the main thing. He played four rounds of golf. So he got that in. Not only that, he looked good. He hit great shots. His driving improved, still needs help, still spraying some stuff, but he's working with new drivers because, remember, Nike's out the golf game for equipment, y'all. So he's he's messing around. He still has Nike irons, but he's using, like, tailor-made um, drivers and whatnot. Okay, so he's still messing with some new equipment. And, yeah, um, a couple of those days on the backside, he threw up some double bogeys, kind of took away his momentum. But it's all all a process, man. This is the, the new Tiger Woods. It's going to be a minute. But if he can stay healthy, I mean, honestly, just from the little little bit of good and whatnot, if he can keep it together between the ears as well as be healthy, there's really no reason Tiger Woods can't come back and compete in some of these tournaments, man. You know, you, you still, you know, Rory McIlroy is falling off. 
Jordan Spieth fell off a little last year after, by the way, his meltdown at the Masters when he started dunking balls in the water and whatnot. So golf is a game that can catch anybody at any given time. And, you know, in a couple months, Tiger's heating up, putting together some good rounds, setting up for the Masters. I expect nothing but good things if he can keep it going, man. It was just great to see him back. People were actually, again, checking out golf on the weekend. What was that like, watching golf on the Saturday? Some new people up here in the chat room. Let me take a moment again, folks. This is Sports Done Right. Vince Wright, the sports governor of Minnesota. Got to give pretty soon I got to hand out some Ohio State love, some Penn State love, which kills me as a gopher fan, but I got to give it up for him. Uh, glad, even though I did pick Wisconsin, I'm definitely glad they lost as a Gopher fan. Love it. The one and only lovely Denise, DDD, triple D Denise, all the way from Selma, Alabama, joining us on Sports Done Right. How you doing, lovely? Ken Shoot in here as well. Want to say what up to Ken? How you doing, sir? Iron worker extraordinaire. My main man, Big Melvin, up in here as well. What up, Melvin? How you doing, sir? Thank you for joining Sports Done Right tonight. All right, now run CNC here in our chat room says, all I know is this. If the SEC was as strong as the Big Ten was this year, ESPN would have demanded two teams in the playoffs. Penn State got robbed, but hey, at least the Buckeyes about to win this chip. (laughs) You know, you might be right. You might be right. Um, You know, as a Big Ten guy, I, I always support my conference and whatnot. And I am definitely pulling for you guys because as the Big Ten and as Run knows and Ninja. Now, Ninja actually lives in Alabama, of all places, down in Huntsville. So he's kind of getting it from both sides there because he's down there, um, which may be a very, very enemy territory. But, um, you know, the thing, <laughs> Run. The thing about the Big Ten, obviously we fell off for so long, and now obviously we're back. We're, we're just as competitive this year, you know, as the uh, SEC was because, you know, you take Bama out, um, you know, you got some good teams, but you don't have a dominant conference like you did before. Now, I may be proven wrong, and I know the SEC got the best of the Big Ten last year in the bowl game, so I don't want people tweeting me and direct messaging and email and sending the gov, all this stuff. I get that, but I'm talking this year now. And, yes, Big Ten, definitely the better football conference. Um, You know, obviously the passion runs deep down south for college football. Nobody's trying to say that. But, you know, run brings up a point. So I am definitely pulling for Ohio State. Shelly B, hey, that is cool about the Gov making all SIDS games. Yeah, except for today, unfortunately. Um, Sluggo, saying what up to everybody out there as well. Um, Who else? I just wanted to make sure we didn't miss over anybody here. Everybody saying what up, what up, what up. Uh, No, Shelly B, I am not the coach of my daughter's uh, team at school. All right, so 
Let's get back to it here. Um, Ohio State. I think uh, they will beat Clemson. I think they're going to find a way. I'm just a big fan of JT Barrett, uh, the leadership skills. Uh, the guy just knows how to win. No disrespect to Clemson by any mean. Um, Deshaun Watson has proven what he can do. Um, Heisman Trophy candidate there. Um, and with Louisville kind of going in the tank here the past few weeks, you know, he, Watson's actually getting a lot of looks again for the Heisman. So um, I still have Lamar Jackson, but I think obviously now it's a lot closer uh, than it used to be. Melvin Sluggo, what's good, bro? I was watching you on DraftKings. I was so happy when Rawls went out. Then he came back in. Yeah, it looks like everybody was getting into the DraftKings lead. And um, actually, I lost in the Doug Stewart League. Fell out of the money on the last last night's game. And uh, my main man, R.C. Cameron, moved up to fifth or down to fifth or something. Anyway, so the money went to another Minnesota brother, at least, just not the gov. All right. Uh, what else? Washington. You know, Washington's look good all year. They they really put a number on Colorado in the Pac-12 championship game and earned their spot as well. And that's the thing. Do, look, do we expand this playoff, y'all, to six teams? You know, I really want to hear you, you guys are sports fans out there. You're in the chat room. Um, get at me on Twitter at the big smooth one. You know, let me know. What you guys are thinking, direct message me. Hit me up in the chat room. Oh, I'll get the call-in number, 651-968-0124. If anybody wants to call in, we can take your call live. Man, lots of stuff to get into tonight. We are bumping. We're off and running. Let me get into this chat room here for a little bit before we uh, get into uh, the first break. Because when we come back, I'm going to set it up with a little bit of uh, college basketball, a little Minnesota Gopher update. Also going to go through the top 25 for the first time on Sports Done Right. Obviously, a lot of basketball going on on TV tonight. We got the Jimmy V Classic games going on. Um, Purdue just ran Arizona State out of the building. Um, so they're in between games here. We got Florida and Duke coming up next. On we also got Texas and Michigan going off right now, so some big games going on tonight. Uh, what else do we got going on? I'm just checking all the monitors here in the Situation Room. Oh, and my Gophers are actually on the TV right now. And listen, they're down to a team called NJIT, the New Jersey Institute of Technology. Now I know that sounds really, really weird, folks. I get that. The New Jersey Institute of Technology. Probably never heard of it. NJIT. This team has beaten some, has beaten a couple Division I squads before they got some players. And obviously the Gophers are finding out right now. They're down by a couple here um, to the New Jersey Institute of Technology. 47-44. Uh, about 15 minutes left in the second half. And Gopher fans... The barn is empty yet again. What are we going to do about this? Got to start filling up this place. Gophers are doing their part. We got to get some more people in the barn. Probably looks like, man, maybe 3,000 people in here um, in the lower bowl. But anyway, I digress. Um, who else? Alabama. Yes, Alabama. Well, Nelly, let me tell you about Alabama. I hope they get their asses kicked. No disrespect, but I am so tired of Bama fan. I am so tired, and I get it. If I lived in Alabama, 
I get it. That's all you got. Them and Auburn. I personally, Auburn guy, but hey, that's just me. But so I get it. You got no pro teams, very little happening in the state. And Alabama has obviously earned their place at the table. And Nick Saban obviously is in the discussion at this point with a lot of people as the greatest college coach of all time. I just hope they lose. I'm I'm just tired of them with much respect, however, but I'm just tired of them. And I got to rep the Big Ten, man, Big Ten. So Ohio State, if you do get another shot at Bama, please do us all a favor and kick their ass again. But you got to get through Clemson first. Obviously, everybody thinks Bama pretty much is just going to walk right through Washington. I mean, you know, what else are you supposed to think? Anything can happen, but, yeah, I'm, I'm looking for Bama to win this game. Um, relatively easy, no disrespect to the Huskies out there in Seattle. But, man, Bama's on a whole different level. Um, you know, Hurts quarterback, very impressive. Don't know why, by the way, that freshman is not in New York City um, being <laughs> considered for a Heisman Trophy as well. The host of the Lonely Hearts Cafe. Tampa, Florida. Got to welcome the one and only Togo Uganda Coles, team broadcasting, next squad affiliate as well. His show, Wednesday evenings. Make sure you check him out as well. All right. So let me get in the chat room here as I really want to make sure that I get you guys involved because I haven't been reading a lot of chat the past couple shows. And I, I. Wanted to come in tonight and make sure we really rectify that. Again, this is Vince Wright, the sports governor in a very, very cold and windy Minneapolis, St. Paul, Minnesota tonight. Um, Spreaker.com, XSquadAffiliates.com. That's where you can find this show. All right, so Big Coop says at least six. I'd like to see eight teams. Obviously, we're talking about expanding the playoffs here. Team Togo, or excuse me, Team Broadcasting, Togo Cole says playoffs should be eight teams. I don't think a buy is fair, injury risk. Oh, and president and majority owner of the Selma Toros Baseball Club. That's our man Togo. Sluggo says impressed with what Saban has built. We're probably probably witnessing history with what he's doing. Um, Absolutely. Shelly B says the more the better. Um, can't add too many, but yeah, speaking on Saban, yeah, I mean, look, love him or hate the guy, you got to kind of put your fandom away and, and, you know, what he's done at Alabama and obviously, at uh, you know, he coached at LSU, coached at Michigan State, you know, won games there, but obviously what he's done at Alabama is for the history books because, um, you know, him and Bear Bryant, that's that's what it's all about in Alabama. And he has definitely earned his statue right outside and right next to the bear up there in Tuscaloosa. So uh, Sluggo is absolutely right in terms of uh, what Saban is doing. You know, and obviously you, you take the stop out of at the Miami Dolphins. Um, Nick Saban's a college coach. I think he's proven that now. Trying to coach at the NFL with some of these college coaches is just a different beast. It just ain't going to work. So, uh, you know, he's gone now. It is what it is. But, man, obviously one of, if not the great one over there at uh, Tuscaloosa, Alabama. All right. So 
Oh, what else are we going to get into? Um, oh, again, props to the Oakland Raiders. I know that's Ninja's team. I know, no, the, the Raiders are actually a national team. They got a lot of fans around the country. I, I'm very happy for them. You know, since I did my show last week and spoke on them, we were actually talking. Hopefully, I said that they get to stay down in Oaktown. And I think hopefully that may happen. Um, some some things are being put in place there. Some ownership groups, one involving Ronnie Lott, apparently, um, that are hoping to keep the Raiders in the Bay Area. So that's what we hope for, man. Be real nice because, um, you know, to have a hell of a season like this and to go on, let's say they actually do go on a little bit of a playoff run, maybe take it to the AFC Championship, and then possibly have to move. That's a tough one, man. That's a tough one. Out of the movie Pootie Tang, my main man Clay Davis is joining us tonight. What up, sir? A hibbity hobbity who? What up, Clay Pootie Tang Davis? Tippy tow, tippy tow, tippy tow now. <laughs> All right, folks. So, yeah, man, um, like I said, um, we got college uh, basketball we're going to get into. And also, I'm going to talk about the Heisman finalist because we got the Heisman Trophy now coming up. Um, Ohio State, hopefully future national champions for the Big Ten. And hopefully the Big Ten gets it together this season in the um, in the bowls as well. I'm not going to go into the bowls too much tonight. I might save that for uh, next week's show. We're working on some guests to actually talk about some bowls. And actually, hopefully... Going to have some people representing the Ohio State fandom on the show next week as well. Um, like I said, we're going to pump up the Big Ten, man. This is a year to really celebrate what the conference has done, getting back at it nationally, putting up with all the SEC crap talk we've been putting up with forever. And now we's back, baby. Um, let's see here. Let's do this. Let's take our first break. When I come back, like I said, we're going to get into a little college basketball. We're going to talk a little college football. Second half of the show, we're going to get into the NFL and the NBA. Hey, man, NFL, dude, hey, we got four weeks left, y'all. We got four weeks left. Our Vikings, for all my Vikings fans out there, for all the folks here in the great state of Minnesota, the upper Midwest that represents, the Vikings represent, I should say. Yeah, man. It is do or die time, and you saw the title of the show. They're just about done. Another loss, and it's over, as far as I'm concerned, I believe. Um, they got to run the table just to have a shot. So 6-6, six and six, got to get to 10-6. and six. I don't know. I don't know. But anyway, we'll take a look at the Vikings schedule. We'll, we'll talk about who they got upcoming. Uh, Coach Zimmer as well. Um, some, some stuff there. And, um, well, what can I say? We'll be right back after this on Sports Done Right. Coming straight from the A. Kick it with your boy KC at www.kc.com. This show covers some of the realest issues trending today. He'll keep you locked in from the first listen. You can find him online on his mobile app or at kysii.com, xsquadaffiliates.com, iTunes, Google Play, and especially on the SME Network and 
Watch Tuesdays at noon. You don't want to miss it. No tricks in 86. It's time to build. Check out the Doug Stewart Show Monday through Friday from 10 a.m. to 12 p.m. Eastern Time right here on the Stewart Media and Entertainment Network. It's sports talk. It's guy talk. It's fun talk. Once again, that's the Doug Stewart Show. One half of the world-famous Two Live Stews, Doug Stewart. Monday through Friday, 10 a.m. to 12 p.m. Eastern Time at StewartMediaAndEntertainment.com. Trust me. You'll have more fun than you can shake a stick at. And I got one question for you. Are you not entertained, huh?
You so vanity fair, I see you Got it covered like a magazine spread Even when the king dead, the queen never left She led all the people to the land of promise And the daily bread Like a scene out of book that is really read Trying to rise miles above all the trials and love To all that's left, it's smiles and hugs Come on, instead of out at the wild at clubs Drowning my pain in piles of drugs Need to touch, yo, that's really enough Yo, that's really a rush you split open like a Philly of Dutch Destination is your heart a bust But there's a part of us to make it hard to trust What? I was an infant in diapers And I'ma be dope all the way to the end From the cradle to the grave, the pampers to the depends Get enough love, got enough friends But on a regular basis, it's safe to say I've got the best And I didn't mean to ignore that vibe you sent I guess my mind was probably on my rent I got my mind on my tummy and my tummy on my mind Some assembly required, let me run it down the line The factory is open, time card punched Until lunchtime, it's crunch time Back to work, fool The first rule is to keep the first true Even if it hurts you, you gotta wear the pain like a stain Respect the listener, respect the game Because there's more to gain than some dinner and fame Give me the money, but don't you dare stop there Give me the mic, that's the tool, and I play it cool Give me the life, I've seen things that used to be true. Give me the love, my name's Slug, give me a pound or a hug And I'ma play this game, I just wanna say All I really want is for you to remember my name And I'ma run for as long as I'm allowed And hope to God I inspire some of y'all See, I'm that cat that used to sit in the back and study Looking for some proof that God loves ugly Flash forward a decade later in your town Somehow a good number of y'all got down And it's solid, fresh, dope, whatever you wanna call it Not bad for an aspiring sociopathic alcoholic oh, shit. Look at Slug still rocking the same outfit Trying to make the belly grow bigger than the wallet Hey yo man, how you doing? What? How you been? Just been making it cool to rap about love again Not the hippie stuff, I'm talking about that bitch that gets you nuts Did he say bitch? Yeah, hey, I'm sorry, don't tell my baby's mommy Speaking of baby, when done There'll be a crate full of albums for my son to page through Thinking daddy was a gun With a handful of heads that put me up Till they had some samples from Ant and Faith And what the fuck I said Still going, still maintaining Still standing in the land of snow and purple rain And I'm still waiting for my date to kiss me or slap me There ain't no way that I can be happy when I'm happy Give me the money, don't you dare stop there Give me the mic, that's the tool and I play it cool Give me the light, I've seen things that used to be dreams Give me the love, the name's Slug Give me a pound or a hug And I'ma play this game, but I just wanna say all I really want is for you to remember my name And I'ma run for as long as I'm allowed And hope to God I inspire some of y'all I've had the pleasure of speaking with some of you Yeah, you, come on now, don't act like you don't know who I'm talking After to. that show, when you approached me like you know me The CD I sold you, the secrets that you told me On that world you vision, through the layers of tears The ones you choke and keep hitting when the players are near I watch you chase it with beer, some frustration and fear Try to figure out why the hell I came here Well, I don't know either, and I'm not ready to take a breather, neither All I know is I'm still a believer So you can beat me up or you can beat me off Pick a side, any side, and let me do my job If you got a lot of love to give But you don't know who to give it to I'ma turn out the lights up the cigarette And write a song about you This one's for you 
Give me the money. Don't you dare stop there. Give me the mic. That's the tool and I play it cool. Give me the life. I've seen things that used to be dreams. Give me the love. The name slug. Give me a pound or a hug. And I'ma play this game. But I just want to say all I really want is for you to remember my name. And I'ma run for as long as I'm allowed. And hope to God I inspire some of y'all's God. Don't you dare stop there. That's the tool, and I play it cool. I've seen things that used to be dreams. The name Slug, girl, give me a hug. Votes are in, and it's official. He's Minnesota's number one sports color commentator. The people got it right, and now it's time for you to get your sports done right. With the governor of sports talk, the Honorable Vince Wright. Now, let's get back to the show. Hey, what's happening, Vince Wright? Sports done right from a chilly, chilly, chilly Twin Cities, Minneapolis, St. Paul. Cold, as you know what? Got to welcome my main man in here, the one and only Cubs fan. Go Cubs, go. Big L in the building. What is going down? Thank you, sir, for joining us. Sports done right. And the one and only, my brother-in-law has popped in here tonight. I want to say what up to Jeff Paul. What's going down, sir? All right. Whoops. Sorry about that. All right. We are back. Uh, Gophers, they are trailing the New Jersey Institute of Technology, NJIT, 54-51. Nine and a half minutes left over at the Barn Williams Arena. Here in the Twin Cities, University of Minnesota campus. Another light crowd for another non-conference game. But this New Jersey team, I'm telling you, they beat Michigan a couple years ago, folks. Um, (laughs) This team can play a little bit. Um, Doing good, Big L. Thank you for popping in here. Um, I got some sound. Now, let me, again, I got to put a little preface on this because... um, First off, I want to send a big shout out and prayers and let them know uh, the co-host of the Sports and More show, Reggie, uh, wasn't feeling too good this weekend. Um, sounds like everything's fine with him. Reggie, if you're listening or if you listen on demand, make sure you take care of yourself. Get that rest, man. I uh, had another friend. I uh, want to give a shout out to my main man, uh, Rob Mitchum, Robbie Rob. Uh, he's actually behind a lot of the music you've been hearing on the show and whatnot. And we were actually planning on having him on the show either tonight or next week. And unfortunately, uh, a good friend of mine went down with a what is being classified as a minor stroke. Um, a stroke's a stroke, um, but this could have been a lot worse than what it was. So, Rob, glad you're okay. Rest up. Get well. Uh, we love you. And just be cool. And everybody, you know, hey, man. Please just take care of yourself, man. Just take care of yourself. All right. So um, I, I got some sound here that I wanted to go over on the Sports and More show, which would have been on Sunday. Um, this was right after the Big Ten championship game. We got Trace McSorley. He is the quarterback of the Penn State and Indy Lions. Uh, solid freshman. You talk about another freshman quarterback. You know, obviously we talk about her down in Alabama, but uh, McSorley at Penn State, boy, 
ever since they beat Penn's, or uh, Ohio State, and I think what didn't they have a they ran back a fumble or something for a touchdown in that game. Ever since then, man, Penn State obviously has just been unstoppable. So I'm gonna play you just a couple quick sound bites from Trace McSorley and also from Coach James Franklin as well. Um, you know, this program for obvious reasons have been has been under a lot of scrutiny. I, I personally, well, I'll save my thoughts. I'm, I'm, I'll talk a little Penn State after I get back here. But um, here we go. First, we'll hear from the quarterback. James just told us that he talked to you guys in the second half. What specifically did he say at halftime about what you should do? <laughs> just said that second half, we had 30 minutes left to cement ourselves in this season. We had to give everything we had. We came in down. We have been here before. We've been a second half team all year. And we just had to do what we've been doing. Eliminate our mental mistakes we had in the first half and just continue to keep grinding, keep plugging through. And that's what this team did. We kept plugging through. We did what we did in the second half. We were able to come out with a victory. Why were you so different in the second half? Uh, I just We were trusting our receivers outside. Those dudes, they came to me at halftime and early on in the game said, you trust us, we're going to make the play. And when our guys are playing with confidence like that, it's going to be tough to stop them if you want to try and man them up and do them up. So just trust those guys on the outside. And then they may play after play after play, just continue to make plays for our offense. Why was Saeed Blacknall so impressive today? He just, he, like you said, he had that confidence about him. And he was able to get a couple matchups, kind of got the ball rolling on some throws. Got his first catches in early and made a couple big plays for us. And he just kept saying, trust me, trust me. I mean, he's got tremendous speed out on the edge. And we were able to do what we did with him, let him, let him work against man-to-man coverage. We saw on the sidelines, James Franklin doesn't high-five you. He beats the <laughs> heck out of you. What is your relationship like with him? Uh, I love Coach Franklin. I came here for Penn State, came to Penn State because of Coach Franklin. Uh, you know, his trust in me all throughout you know, my career, all my high school career, that's why I came here. So I love Coach Franklin. I love that energy, love getting excited. It hurts a little bit when he, he'll get me in the gut a couple of times, <laughs> get me in the sternum. But, you know, I love it. I love coming up to the sidelines and him going crazy. It's just awesome. What message did you send the playoff committee tonight? I'm not worried about a playoff committee. I'm just happy we won a Big Ten championship. That's all I'm worried about. I'll let all, all that other stuff take care of itself. Congratulations. Thank guys. you. All right. Let's hear from Coach Franklin. 27 points in the second half and only gave up six. So, uh, I, you know, after telling the guys that and talking to the guys that in the, in the locker room, I felt like, you know, we left the locker room and we're really confident. You know, we've been in that situation a number of times and handled it well. And, I, you know, like I've said to the players – uh, these guys, they believe in each other. Um, I think they believe in us. Uh, we got great chemistry. We got really good relationships. We care about one another in our locker room. And when you have that, you can do a lot of a lot of really, really good things. So I'm proud of our guys. Obviously, Trace did a bunch of big things. And Mike and Grant played really well. And, you know, the offensive line really battled in the second half. We didn't, we didn't start out really good, I think, on either front. I thought their O-line was able to kind of dictate the first half. Their D-line was able to dictate the first half, and then we were able to get some of our young guys settled down and uh, from that point on really made some plays. You know, uh, We thought we were going to have to make plays on the perimeter, and we were able to do that. Thought special teams, we were solid all night long. We've been that way all year as well. Uh, I'm just really proud of these guys and thankful for our fans, thankful for President Barron and the support that he's given us every step of the way. Him and Molly, um, best president in the country. And Sandy Barber stood up for us and specifically stood up for me at a point when we needed her to. And um, I can't thank her enough. Her leadership, um, her belief in us, and specifically her belief in me. So 
Um, I'll stop talking, but very, very appreciative of this opportunity and appreciative to represent the Big Ten East and now the uh, conference championship. Thanks to these guys up here and the rest of the guys in the locker room. Well, there you have it. You heard from Trace. You heard from Coach. Again, that was right after the Big Ten championship game this past Saturday where they uh, issued the largest comeback, by the way, in Big Ten championship history. All right, so there it is. There it is. Ohio State in, Penn State out. It is what it is. Um, we had a little technical issue. It looks like a Sam Jackson or commercial popped in there as well, Samuel Jackson. Um, we were trying to bring up some stuff there to uh, go into. I'm going to try and do this again here as well. Hold on one second. But you heard McSorley, man, very happy with his coach, very proud of uh, what they're able to accomplish out there at Penn State. And, you know, they are going to the Rose Bowl. Obviously, they'd rather be playing for the big prize, but it is what it is, man. So with that being said, Shelly B, never trust a big button, a smile. Penn State got the raw deal. Absolutely. Big L, Penn State got screwed as well. Clay does not trust Shelly B and that Avi. Ooh, watch out. Um, Clay Davis, yeah, we did talk about Rashawn Salam in the first hour again. If folks didn't hear, uh, former Colorado Heisman Trophy winner Rashawn Salam passed away. Looks like a uh, suicide, but they're going to be doing an autopsy to make everything official um, as well. So um let's see what else we got going on here make sure gov doesn't have any more technical difficulties which i'm glad we did not there all right so that being said um whoops hold on here Okay, so I'm just going to forget about that. I was trying to do something, bring some sound up. That's not working. But, yeah, Penn State, now you talk about them. They beat Ohio State. They did it on the field. But, man, I think what we have learned here um, and what a lot of people have talked about are the two lost teams. Can't lose twice. Michigan came in there and beat Penn, or, uh, Penn State, lost that game by 30, was it 37, 39 points. That's huge. And, you know, obviously, um, you know, they have the win over Wisconsin or excuse me, over Ohio State, which is very impressive. But let me ask you this. When you look at Ohio State, do you not see a top four team? Now, I'll let that kind of stew out there, so to speak. Do you not see a top four team out there? I do. And I think with that being said, they, yeah, earned a spot there. Penn State did get the raw deal. They should be there as well. I think they should be there. I think if it's going to be four teams, I think they get a slight nod over Washington um, over the, on the schedule. And, you know, Washington had, didn't really play, you know, anybody horribly tough preseason. 
And again, I hate saying that because, you know, I love seeing Washington kind of back on the national map, man. But, you know, yeah, two Big Ten teams should be in there along with Clemson and Alabama. Um, I think as long as it's going to be four teams, people, we're, we're just going to have these arguments every year. I would like to see it go to six. I, You know, it might work with eight. But then at some point, you know, the bowls start because the bowls have already – you know, started fading off in terms of their importance as well. Don't you think? I mean, you know, we first off, they diluted us with so many of these stupid bowls and the fine folks, you know, you can thank mainly ESPN for that nonsense because when they signed to televise all these bowls, well, they needed bowls to televise. So now we get things like the pinstripe bowl, you know, out in Yankee Stadium of all places, um, you know, all these little BS games, all these BS bowls out there. But then if we start expanding the playoffs to eight teams, then does that take away from it? I don't know, people. But I, I would like to see at least six in the mix because obviously Penn State would be there right now. Maybe Wisconsin even. Who knows? But I'm just saying, I think we're going to need at least six in the mix, people. So that's all the Gov has got for that. Um, what else do we got going on college football wise? Oh yeah, we talked to Baylor's hired Matt Rule. He is the former Temple coach. Um, he's taken over for Art Bryles, who was dismissed over the report of the sexual assaults down on campus there. So Rule has had ten wins. Um, excuse me, consecutive ten win seasons with the Owls. And obviously, Temple, not a major football power. So for him to go in there and, you know, do what he's done here in the past couple of years is obviously going to catch somebody's eye. And it did. Um, he's going to be introduced to it by Baylor on the, on the campus tomorrow. Um, Rule also was courted by the University of Oregon. I'm sure he probably would have been up for a few more jobs as well. But, hey. Baylor's 6-6 six and six this year. They're going to the Cactus Bowl, despite a six-game skid under former Wake Forest coach Jim Grobe, who kind of came in there to uh, fill in for Broyles. He had been out of coaching for a couple years and things like that. So that, obviously that wasn't going to work. Now, Matt Rule, young guy, 41 years old. He's a former Penn State linebacker. Um, he's got a huge, huge job in front of him. Make no mistake about it, getting Baylor back. Um, to the elite um, in college football here. But I think he might be the right man for the job. So, you know, we'll see. Um, he says he's truly honored, humbled to join the Baylor family. Baylor's a tremendous institution with a history of football success. And I know the passion that so many have for the Bears will help bring the community together to reach even greater heights. I am excited to get started. So what do y'all think? And with that being said, we got another X Squad affiliate, host of the Kicking It with KC show. He's actually the, I call him the digital demon. He's really the man behind the, uh, everything X Squad digital. Um, he does the website, he does all the tech stuff. Uh, the one and only KC Ingram, host of Kicking It with KC. What up, sir? And look who else has popped in here. The one and only man. Don't let him fool you. Grew up on Cape Cod. Doing the good thing out there. Hanging with the rich folk. 
Now he is one of Cobb County's finest out there with Kesey. Isn't Kesey Cobb County, Georgia as well? Yeah, yeah, let me know, let me know. Anyway, the one and only Tom Brady loving. Tom Brady deflated ball carrying Grego Finney in the house. What up? All right, all right. So welcome aboard, gentlemen. Thank you again. Sports done right here. Another Tuesday evening affair. Reggie Lawrence out there. We hope you feel better, my friend. And uh, take care of yourself. Get well soon, brother. Reggie was going to join us. Actually, he's feeling better. He had some work stuff that he had to get ready for. He's uh, His boss is in town, so uh, he really needed to prepare for that this evening as opposed to hang out and chop it up with us but reggie hopefully we'll be back um again either this thursday or sunday we're going to be trying to figure this out here again uh, where we're going with the snm show um oh there's our man the one and only <laughs> and you see him with the cross out washington husky logo that's right the man himself, the walking wild mound of round muscle. The hey, Bama boy can play for Nick Saban right now. But anyway, Bama boy, three, three, four. What up, man? Thank you for joining us. Sports done right. All right. So with that being said, again, let's talk. Heisman Trophy here because real interesting thing is happening here. They're trying to slide Baker Mayfield in on us all of a sudden for the Heisman Trophy winner. So let's talk about who's nominated. Let's go over some stats. Tell me what you think. Um, I don't know, man. I, I find this kind of interesting all of a sudden. But anyway, here we go. Uh, finalist Louisville quarterback Lamar Jackson, Clemson quarterback Deshaun Watson, Oklahoma quarterback Baker Mayfield, Oklahoma wide receiver D.D. Westbrook, uh, Michigan defensive back Jabril, Jabril Peppers. Um, I think they just threw the last two in just to kind of say, hey, we're not only just nominating quarterbacks and running backs here, even though that's who obviously wins the Heisman Trophy. Lamar Jackson, the sophomores, put up – Crazy numbers, as we all know. 12 games, he's accounted for 51 touchdowns, 30 passing, 21 rushing. Also, three or what is this? 3,300 yards, over 3,300 yards, by the way, um, in the air. He has over 1,500 rushing yards. <clears throat> Excuse me. And obviously, most of the season, he was the front runner. But obviously, like we said, Louisville's lost some games here recently, and that's kind of taken the luster a little bit off of him, and that could hurt him down the stretch. Now, we got my main man, Deshaun Watson, out there in Clemson, South Carolina. And what do we got for him? He is sixth nationally with 3,900 yards passing. He's tied for fifth with 37 touchdowns. He had 30 touchdowns last year, by the way. He's also rushed for 529 yards, six touchdowns, has thrown 15 interceptions, though. And I think that may come back and get him a little bit. Uh, 15 interceptions, that's a lot. That is a lot. 
All right, so this Baker Mayfield out of Oklahoma. Uh, he finished fourth in the Heisman voting behind Watson in 2015. But um, he wasn't invited to the ceremony last year. Now, this year he's thrown for 3,600 yards, 300, 669 to be exact. He's ninth nationally, 38 touchdowns, which is fourth in the country. He completes 71% of his passes, which, by the way, is the top mark in the country. He also helped Alabama. Because remember, Bama started off slow here, people. They had that one and two start. They win nine in a row. And also win the second Big Ten title in, or excuse me, Big 12 title in a row as well. So, uh, Drabil Preppers, everybody knows him, the main man from Michigan. Uh, 13 tackles for a loss. He has 66 tackles this year. I mean, he's not going to win. Um, D.D. Westbrook, the wide receiver for Oklahoma, 74 catches for 1,465 yards. He's averaging almost 20 yards a catch, 19.8 yards. Um, He's also tied for fourth in the nation with 16 touchdowns. He's also had over 100 yards receiving in seven of Oklahoma's last eight games heading into the Sugar Bowl where they're going to play Auburn. So, um, you know, Westbrook deserves some consideration. I don't know if the quarterback does as much, but a lot of people starting to write about this Oklahoma quarterback. So I want to keep eyes and see exactly what happens with this because they may be trying to switch you up, uh, Mr. Jackson or Mr. Watson, trying to sneak you in and uh, giving it to the Oklahoma QB. Um, You know, I've just never been an Oklahoma fan. I just... uh, you know, they do this to us every year. They get these records, but in games that matter most, we see what they do. And obviously, we saw what Ohio State did to them as well. All right, so it is what it is there. I still go for Jackson. I still go for Jackson. But anyway, we're going to, like I said, we're going to save some college football talk because um, we've got a few weeks to get into it here as well. Ah, the lovely, lovely. <laughs> I'm not messing with the Avi picture, but I got to thank her for dropping in here. Um, University of Georgia graduate studying for that master's degree. A very nice lady, very chill lady. Very happy to have met her a couple years back. Uh, hope we cross paths soon with the lovely Thorny Switch. How you doing? Yeah, Grego, don't click on Thorny's Abbey. Yeah, that's right, man. That's right. Don't do that. Don't do that. So um taking care of a little technical issue here. Wanna say what up also. He's uh not in the chat room, but again, big Mike Eden Prairie, Minnesota out there listening as well. So um thank you for hitting me up here on Twitter, sir, and thank you for joining us again on Sports Done Right. All right, Thorny Switch, hello, Gov. We will. Hope the first family is well. The first family is very well, Miss Thorny. Thank you for checking in. Let's talk a little college basketball before we get into the uh, football side of the NFL. Um, Got the top 25 here. Talk about a few teams here. And by the way, Gophers are up by 267 to 65 on the New Jersey Institute of Technology. 
And NJIT just missed the big three-pointer. So we'll see if the Gophers can hold off. By the way, a very talented New Jersey Institute of Technology team. Villanova, number one. UCLA, number two. Kansas is number three. The Baylor Bears, number four. Duke in the house at number five. Kentucky, six. North Carolina, seven. We got Gonzaga, number eight. Tom Crean's Indiana Hoosiers. Um, number nine, and the Creighton Blue Jays out of Omaha, Nebraska, bringing up the top ten. Um, they beat Wisconsin, um, Louisville, followed by St. Mary's out of California, number 12. Xavier, Virginia, West Virginia round out the top 15. Then, just to round it all off, we do got Butler, Wisconsin, Purdue, South Carolina, number 19, Arizona's 20th, Florida, or excuse me, Cincinnati, Notre Dame, Oregon, and Iowa State. The Cyclones round out the top 25 this week in the polls. And the thing with basketball, obviously college basketball in particular, hey man, it's all going to be settled in the tournament anyway so we can get some good games going like we got going on right here. Again, the Gophers extend their lead up to four now. We got the Jimmy V Classic going on. Give you an update on that. Duke and Florida all knotted up at 18. And they're playing over at Madison Square. Um, again, the Jimmy V Classic. Rest in peace, peace to Coach Jimmy V, one of the great ones. Thorny, please. That's probably why you got the pick for your Avi. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. I don't know if I'm touching this one. <laughs> I might just leave it alone. I might just leave it alone. All right. Um, well, <laughs> what else we got going down here? Again, another Sports Done Right, TuesdaySpreaker.com. Again, make sure you check us out, XSquadAffiliates.com as well. And also on Spreaker.com. Sorry, man, I don't know. Maybe I am getting a little cold here. Been a lot of people sick at work. Throat feels a little raspy. But we tr- we go through and we keep going. Um, a couple days ago, back on the third, Gophers held off Vanderbilt. That was a real good win for them. They improved the seven and one. Go for hoops. Um, you know, good job there. Amir Coffee, um, sensational freshman. By the way, was um, not not too um, not too much of a factor in this game. So that's why it was good to see them come back. You know, Vanderbilt, decent SEC team, nothing great, but you know, it is what it is. So, you know, again, it pushes them to seven and one. If they can get by this team tonight, they were going to be poised to maybe get on the run to possibly wind up going 12 and one before big 10 play um, at the end of the month here. So we'll see if they can hold on tonight. Um, They're up by six with about 38 seconds. So little boy Patino's team in good shape. Let's see if they finish this out here. So again, they would be uh, eight and one, looking good. Now Bama boy in the chat room here. How is a defensive player in the Heisman and he's not from Bama? Mika Fitzpatrick is a D bell or D back maybe with fifty five tackles, five interceptions, three return for TDs. How about Jonathan Allen? Fifty six tackles, nine sacks, two touchdowns, and a D lineman. Just saying, hey Bama, you know what? First off, you're gonna get a standing ovation from the from the crowd here. Look, man, I've always been a fan. 
that, uh, you know, you got to look at other positions. I get it. It's become an offensive award. But, you know, Tim Brown, you know, um, why don't receivers get honest looks anymore? Why doesn't somebody like you just said here, Fitzpatrick or um, Jonathan Allen, along with Jabril Peppers, who, you know, Jabril Peppers, for him to be taken real seriously for this award, Michigan needed a big game against Ohio State, which obviously they did not get. But anyway, I'm not going to get into that right now. But you bring up a very good point, Bama boy, and I'm with you 200%, man. I would love to see some defensive players get honest looks for the Heisman or just call it what it is, just say, hey, we're just going to give it to quarterbacks and running backs, and that's it. Because quite honestly, (laughs) it's boring. It's boring, you know. We need a Charles Woodson type to to shake it up. But I, I hear you, man. You bring up very good points. Uh, Thorny Switch says, and both are on the number one team in the nation. Exactly. That's my point. But for some reason, we can only give the Heisman now to to, to the running back or the quarterback. So it'll be interesting to see if that changes over the next couple years. But very well said. All right. Grego says, been wondering the same thing all day. Bama boy, yeah, Grego is a, a huge Alabama fan as well. And, again, he brings up a very, very good point also. You know, um, but anyway, you know, maybe that's a topic for another show, people. We'll, we'll definitely take a look at that. Um, let me give you some NBA scores here um, as we're going through the show. Phoenix, or Phoenix, Philadelphia up 76, or excuse me, 77, 76 over Memphis. Our Timberwolves down in the fourth quarter, 78 to 69, playing San Antonio here in Minneapolis tonight. No Tony Parker tonight for the San Antonio Spurs, by the way. Utah's up on Phoenix, 48-33, midway through the second quarter. Washington lost to the Orlando Magic tonight, 124-116. The New York Knickerbockers did it. Take down Miami, 114-103. And the Detroit Pistons revving it up and doing their thing against Chicago tonight, taking down the Bulls, 102-91. to All right. So did you see out there, Phil Jackson opens up on his posse comment on LeBron James. Uh, and he ain't taking nothing back. <laughs> so, um, you know, it's, uh, uh, sorry about that. Keep getting some sound effects here. So, um, Phil Jackson, not taking back the posse comment. I, you know, I don't know. Look, we can, we can, in infer what he meant uh, i've made my thoughts known on the posse comment i didn't you know i don't think the word is a big deal apparently some do nowadays and and not so much maybe the word posse itself but maybe the intent that uh, phil jackson uh, put it in um so but anyway he's not taking that back at all uh big phil doing his thing you know he's phil jackson he don't ever answer have to answer to nobody you win all them rings you do what you do, right? Um, Grego, did I miss the Red Sox talk? No, I'll get into that a little bit later. Big, huge. Um, Chris Sale, master pitcher from the Chicago White Sox, is going over to Boston. 
Boston's given up a lot of young talent, it sounds like, to get Chris Sale, but they're trying to win now. And, you know, Boston, you know, coming off a couple years here, you know, uh, the resurgent Blue Jays, the resurgent Baltimore Orioles. All of a sudden, man, the National League East is, um, you know, it's it's just not the Yankees and Boston's anymore. So, um, obviously, it's a great pickup for the Boston Red Sox. We'll, we'll obviously have to wait till next year to see how it pans out. But on paper, um, we'll see. We'll see. A lot of people have uh, said, like I said here, you know, in the little bit that I've read about it, some people are worried if Boston gave up too much young talent. But again, when you're a Boston Red Sox, you, you know, you want to win now. You want to win now. So um, there you go, Grego, your Boston Red Sox minute from the sports governor of Minnesota, Vince Wright. Um, just to touch on a little bit of uh, that as well. Um, the New York Yankees offered a contract to uh, Cubs pitcher Araldis Chapman. We'll see if he takes it. Um, they didn't talk about the uh, length of the contracts here, it sounds like. But um, da, 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 da. Chapman had it. Now, see, here's the thing. Chapman was seeking a six-year deal. Cubs don't want to do it, so... We will see. <laughs> yeah, my posse's on Broadway. There you go. <laughs> um, of course, comes from the brother-in-law, Jeff. So, you know, we'll talk a little baseball, you know, maybe next month, obviously January. Uh, Cubs obviously still in the throes of World Series celebrations here as well. Florida up on Duke 25-24, Jimmy V Classic. So, like I said, big things going down there. Um, what else did we want to get into here? Oh, yes. Let, you know what? Let's just do this, man. Minnesota Timberwolves definitely sucking. Dallas Mavericks sucking. And, you know, I thought it'd be, you know, real interesting here. Let's just take a quick look. As we jump into the NBA talk, you know, we're, we're past 20 games into the NBA season now. So I thought it'd be interesting if we just took a quick look at the divisions, just kind of see how it's breaking out early. So over in the Atlantic, Toronto's up a couple games over Boston and New York. Toronto's 14 and 7 out the gate. Boston and New York are both 12 and 9, followed up by Brooklyn, 5 and 15. I don't know what's going on there. And of course, you come to Philadelphia 76ers again in the basement at 4 and 17. Cleveland in the central, four games clear of Milwaukee and Chicago. Um, and Detroit, by the way. Um, Indiana's five games behind. Cleveland 14 and 5 out the gate as well. Charlotte leading the Southeast over the Atlanta Hawks. That's right, all my Atlanta people. Charlotte, two and a half games, uh, only 12 and nine, and obviously seasons early. But two and a half games up on Atlanta and Orlando, four and a half up on Washington. As we bring it on over to the West, where things get fun, you got Oklahoma City, 14 and eight. Um, you know, going to talk here a little bit about w Russell Westbrook, what he's doing. But again, um, they are a game up on Utah. Utah, real nice out the box here, 13 and nine. Uh, Portland's a couple games back, 12 and 10, followed by Denver. And my lowly Timberwolves, 6 and 14 out the gate here. Very, very disappointing start as well. Golden State, 18 and 3, right out the box. Um, don't hear anybody talking crap about Kevin Durant right now. 
Um, obviously, Clay Thompson, 60 points, 29 minutes last night. If you, if you haven't seen it, go watch the highlights. Incredible, just simply incredible. But again, um, it's fun to watch. It's great to watch on the highlights. But let's see what happens in the end here. Is they got to get past Cleveland. Clippers, 16 and six, two and a half games back of Golden State, playing real good ball. Lakers kind of leveled off a little bit. They're 10 and 13. Um, probably right where they should be, but you know they, they've had some real nice wins here early. They're nine games back, and they're followed up by Sacramento and Phoenix. Lastly, San Antonio out in the Southwest is um, seventeen and four, three games clear of Houston, and uh, three and a half in front of Memphis. They're followed up by New Orleans, Dallas four and sixteen. Boy, you you know I was on uh, Ben Sutter's show last weekend. Uh, the BS3 Sports Report out of Dallas, Texas. And we talked a little bit about that. And, you know, if if you're a player, Mark Houston's your guy. Or Mark Houston. Mark Cuban is your guy. He's going to take care of you as a player. He's going to, you know, spend the money. You got all the perks. You know, they got one of the, you know, apparently one of the nicest uh, jet planes down there to haul the team around. So, you know, he puts his money where his mouth is. But for some reason, Ben was saying all of a sudden they can't get people to come to Dallas. Um, warm weather city, Dallas, for anybody who's been there, I, I love Dallas. I could, I'll, I could live there in a second. I got no issues with Dallas. But for some reason, having issues. So, but anyway, let me, um, before I continue here, let me get into the chat room a little bit here as we're coming down the home stretch of sports done right. Appreciate everybody chilling with us on another Tuesday evening here. Um, who do we got? Let's see. Jeff with the policy on Broadway. Clay, Pootie Tang Davis. The Knicks will win a ring when we get a black female president. (laughs) Yeah, probably, Clay, probably. Big Jeff says New York sucks because they're old. You can't fault or you can fault Phil for that. Not the lame comments. Um, Clay Davis. Oh, Ronaldo. That's right. Did you hear about Cristiano Ronaldo might have to go to jail for tax evasion? Yeah. Um, stories out there that, uh, Ronaldo hasn't paid his taxes and now they're looking to put his butt in the clink. Um, what'll probably happen is that he'll pay up, probably pay a little extra to keep his butt out the clink. So, but yeah, um, they, they want their money. Oh, hold on. There he is. The giant loving, Jersey-born, New York defending by way of Atlanta, Ohio State Buckeye fan number one. You know him as Jersey Vern. What up, Jersey? I was giving your team some props earlier, man. Too bad you couldn't have been in here. But um, I am rooting for Ohio State and Alabama to have a rematch and for Ohio State to put it on them again. Can you imagine if Ohio State does that and winds up beating Alabama a second time? Boy, Urban Meyer, I'd love to see that handshake. (laughs) Urban and Nick. 50-yard line. Oh, man, that'd be great. 
So, but anyway, yeah, back to the, to the Dallas Mavericks real quick. So, yeah, it'll be interesting to see, man, if uh, Mark Cuban can get somebody to, you know, initially sign down there and can help attract some uh, other players. I mean, you know, obviously this team won a ring a few years ago, so it, it can be done. <laughs> Grego says, Grego, you'll get your KRS-One if you keep messing with me, homie. Don't Don't play. Don't play. Because you will definitely get it, my man. Um, speaking of which, his Boston Patriots, as I like to call them, the old Boston Patriots instead of New England, just keeps winning, man. Just keeps winning. Gronkowski, who needs them? It is what it is. They just keep finding ways up there. And Grego is happy. What else can you say? So, with that being said, let's take a little KRS one break for Grego. So, you're a philosopher? Yes. 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 I think very deeply. I think very All right, so Grego talking all kinds of nonsense. Yeah, Chief, we talked about Nick Saban too, man. Clay Davis says, I would love for Ohio State or Clemson to beat Bama, of course. Big Jeff says, dang, Vern, I was going to ask you how a guy with a New Jersey moniker that lives in Atlanta rep Ohio State. Hey, man, Big Jersey went to Ohio State for a couple years, Jeff, so that's his squad. He's He's got legitimate... A legitimate claim to him. Grego, don't ever question the sports governor on how he has things ready. I told you, you started messing with me. Well, you got your KRS-One. Let's hear a little bit. It's my philosophy. Oh, rap classic, man. Rap classic. Oh, man. All right, so let's get to these Minnesota Vikings. Let's get to the NFL here. We got more for you if you keep going there, Grego. <laughs> Grego says it would take me two days to find some KRS one to play. <laughs> That's because you don't know good rap music, man. It's my philosophy. And rest in peace to DJ Scott LaRock as well. All right, folks. So here we go. NFL standings, New England Patriots 10 and 2. Uh, Grego's team keeps winning, as we just said. The Ravens and the Steelers are battling. You know what? Let's just do this. Let's just break it down by conference because, I mean, that's, you know, just really what it's all about, man. You know, we do that. Let's see what happens because we got Baltimore. We got Pittsburgh in the mix. Now, look at the AFC South here, man. You got three teams at six and six there. 
Oh, God, just ugly. And then the Raiders, 10-2 and two out in the AFC West. Kansas City, I, now look, I, I've been, uh, put a little thing on Kansas City in the Sports Done Right Facebook page, man. Don't sleep on these Chiefs, y'all. 9-3, and three, they're solid, they're feeling good. And, um, you know, Oakland, hey, Oakland's a great story, man. But when it gets down to crunch time, you got some players that haven't been there before. We'll see. Um, actually, one of those players, the quarterback of the Raiders, actually has a Super Bowl ring from when he was a backup on the Giants. Funny piece of uh, irony there. NFC, obviously, it's all about the Dallas Cowboys right now, man. 11-1. and one. I mean, geez, what <laughs> what could you say? Um, you know, we've talked Zeke. We've talked Dak till we're blue in the face. I just got to give mad props to this team. Um Unfortunately, it is what they what it is, and they came up here and they beat the Vikings. So, and that's enough of that. We don't give props for teams that beat my team, but Detroit on top of our division, eight and four. Who's the who saw this one coming? Detroit eight and four. Man, uh, uh-uh. uh, five and one at home, three and three on the road. Followed by the Vikings, six and six. And oh, by the way, Vikings fans, here's Green Bay tied with us now at six and six. Green Bay, couple wins coming back and about to pass us from the looks of it here in terms of getting into the wild card race. Um, NFC South, those Atlanta Falcons, the Dirty Birds. It was looking so good just a little bit ago, but they're tied with the Buccaneers. Seven and five, followed up Saints. Carolina won't be a factor this year. Um, out West, NFC West, you got Seattle, eight and three. Everybody else is a bunch of has rans. Also, rans, excuse me. Arizona, five and six. The Rams, four and eight. And the Frisco 49ers, man, one and 11. Poor cat, man. You know, say what you want to say about them, love them, hate them, support them, don't support them. But man, it was real tough to watch the um, watch the. <laughs> I'm gonna have five yards passing or less than that, and I get it. It's not his fault entirely, and I'm and trust me, I'm not saying it is. They suck top to bottom, and please, please fire Chip Kelly. Look, two coaches need to go here. Two coaches need to go. Thirty years ago, Chip Kelly should have stayed in college, and Jeff Fisher who now has an extension, needs to get the hell out of town. Obviously, it looked like there's some family connections there, something between his agent being a son-in-law or, or something of, of, a, of a Rams exec or something like that. I don't know. But regardless of, of the hookup, the connections, whatever, just on the records, man, I mean, come on. How does Jeff Fisher have a job? And I'm so tired of us talking about this. Because we talk about it on all the X-Squad shows. Ninja's talked about it on his show. Um, you know, I mean, we've Jersey, everybody. We've all talked about how Jeff Fisher does not deserve a job. But here we go again. The guy gets a two-year extension for bullshit? Excuse the language, but that guy hasn't done nothing. And he gets a two-year extension? African-American coaches can't get a second look for years. If they don't do the job right the first time, I mean, it's real hard for them to get it. But Jeff Fisher, and I'm not playing race cards or nothing here, but Jeff Fisher gets a two-year extension? Come on, man. 
That's that's yeah, double boo. That's just nonsense. That is just nonsense. By the way, uh, some Big Ten basketball here. Shaka, smartest brothers, Texas Longhorns up to Michigan. And Michigan is up uh, about 14 minutes left in the second half. Or, excuse me, Texas just went up 38-37. So we got a good game here at Chrysler Arena. Let me get into the chat room here. So I want to make sure that I'm reading everything. And, you know, I appreciate you guys hanging out with me. I know we're all busy. Life gets in the way. And, you know, not only just listening to my shows, but supporting the rest of the X-Squad shows, um, you know, really means the world to us. We got some big plans coming. We're, we're hopefully going to get to announce them very, very soon. Um, but again, check out xsquadaffiliates.com. We got some new shows, Nathan Ivy. We got the podcast brothers. Um, we got DJ Queen, new, new, everybody, all kinds of people joining hanging out affiliate members like sluggo and grego and man just big things coming so again just make sure you stay tuned to our shows and uh, we'll have some news here for you over the next few weeks and i can't wait to share it for you it's going to be a lot of fun um a lot of things coming down the pipe so grego says urban was jumping up and down in the last game because he knows that was it championship one versus michigan okay 334, the NFL owns Saban. That's why he went back to the minors. Okay. He's talking that Bama boy there. He says who apparently owns Saban. Okay. Uh, let's see what else we got here in the chat room. We're talking Jeff Fisher insurance. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Oh, that's right. Jelani's on the, the is the host of the Wait a Minute Show. Thank you, Kesey, for clearing that up for me. Yeah, man, Jelani. Um, I was I had the pleasure of being on Kesey's show this past Saturday, uh, chopping it up with him and Jelani. I thought Jelani. Uh, first off, my bad. I don't know why I thought Jelani was in Michigan. He's down in the ATL. Nice one, Gov. But um, anyway, let's do this. Um, let's take a little minute, do a little station identification here. Vince Wright, sports governor. Um, big things coming. We'll be right back. Coming straight from the A. Kick it with your boy, Kesey, at www.kesey.com. This show covers some of the realest issues trending today. He'll keep you locked in from the first listen. You can find him online on his mobile app or at KYSII.com, XSquadAffiliates.com, iTunes, Google Play, and especially on the SME Network on Tuesdays at noon. You don't want to miss it. You are listening to Sports Done Right with your host, Vince Wright, right here on Spreaker.com. Hey, what's going on, everybody? This is Vince Wright. The ladies call me the big smooth one, but you know me as the sports governor of the great state of Minnesota, and I want to thank you for listening to Sports Done Right. Whether it's on SME, Spreaker.com, or XSquadAffiliates.com, I want to thank you for supporting the show. we got a lot of good stuff coming up, more great interviews. Keep it tuned. Sports Done Right. Number one cheap rocket jersey firm. Lonely Hearts Cafe. Spicy conversations. It's Vince Wright, the sports governor from Minnesota. Man, Jelly Young. Microwave. Reggie Long, aka Dollars and Cents. 
Yo, what's going on, everybody? Guess who's back? You know it. Your boy, Reggie Lawrence, a.k.a. Dollars and Cents. Glad to be back on SNM with my main man, Vince Wright, a.k.a. Big Smooth. And that is me, the Big Smooth One, Vince Wright, the sports governor from Minnesota, the Sports and More Show. Make sure you're checking us out, Spreaker.com and XSquadAffiliates.com. Also, check us out on SME. Peace. Peace. This is your boy, KC, from the Kicking It With KC Show. And after 10 o'clock, when my wife go to sleep, I'm listening to the Spicy Conversation Show. Yes, it is pure enjoyment. No, I ain't doing nothing. Uh Uh-uh. I was in the bathroom. Yeah. So what? No, not no. My computer not. No, I won't. No. Okay. The votes are in, and it's official. He's Minnesota's number one sports color commentator. The people got it right, and now it's time for you to get your sports done right. With the governor of sports talk, the Honorable Vince Wright. Now, let's get back to the show. All right, let's get on back here. Oh, thank you, crowd. Late arriving. All right, man, Minnesota Vikings. What can you say? What can you say? Disappointing loss against Dallas, as we know from last Thursday. Lose by a couple. Um, Forget penalties that should have been called. Shouldn't have been in that position. We are in dire straits here in the Twin Cities. We got a coach who might need another eye surgery this week. He's had about four or five in the past two weeks here. Coach Zimmer has a detached retina that is really becoming a troublesome issue. I had some sound I was going to play tonight, but it, it didn't come through and it didn't turn out the best, so I um, I skipped it. But um, you can tell he sounds very tired. He sounds a little worried, and I'm sure people are worried about him because this sounds like it's it's you know, dealing with blindness in in one of his eyes. He was at practice today. He was all bandaged up. Apparently, he'll be speaking to the doctor tomorrow. Um, He does have clearance, apparently, to travel uh, with the team. So we will see. Um, You know, everybody feels real bad. He feels bad, and that's why I wanted to play the sound because – uh, it sounded like coach was ready to come to tears in terms of he feels he's kind of let people down. He's let the fans down. He's let his team down. Um, obviously, that is not the case when you're dealing with your health. Um, so, you know, no need to worry about that. But um, let's talk about our Vikings here, man. Again, not able to get the ball downfield from Bradford. Uh, a patchwork offensive line. And, we're you know, like the title of my show says, people, the Vikings are just about done. Next uh, week, the next Sunday, we're down in Jacksonville. Um, You know, nothing. You can't look. I'm not talking any crap about Jacksonville. I'm not impressed with their quarterback, Bortles, down there. Um, But after that, they got Indianapolis, who's been playing well. And then on the 24th, on Christmas Eve of all days, guess what? You're going to Lambeau Field, baby, to play the Green Bay Packers. So, you talk about a team that has to win out here. I don't know. 
I don't know that you know all of a sudden that's a real touchy schedule, especially Indianapolis and Green Bay. So Vikings, man, I just don't know. We need Laquan Treadwell, your number one pick. Um, he made a huge mistake in that game. He was supposed, I think, maybe uh, break out left for a pass. He turned and went the wrong way. And ever since then, it looked like he may have put himself back in uh, the coach's clubhouse because it sounds like the number one pick from everything I'm reading, everything I'm hearing from people in the know out at uh, Winter Park, that's where the Vikings practice here, is that the kid can't just, he can't get open. And if you're a wide receiver, let alone a number one pick, you got to get open. You got to get open. He doesn't seem to be able to do that right now. So we will see. We will see. Um, Laquan Treadwell, he's 23rd pick overall. And we need him. You know, we need him. We need we need that pick to really come through here now. Will it be this year? It's not looking likely. So with that being said, you go on to next year. Again, Dallas comes in with a 17-15 win. Um our team's only averaging 19 points a game. That puts us at 26th in the NFL. We're averaging 296 yards a game. That's dead last in the NFL, 31st. Passing yards, 224 a game, 25th. And rushing yards, and this is the big one because of that offensive line and, you know, the running backs too. But, I mean, you know, the, our offensive line is busted up, but the Vikings are only averaging 72 yards a game. Or excuse, that's dead last, 32nd. There's 32 teams. So almost last in yards per game, dead last in rushing yards. But obviously the stats tell you, man, you know what it, what it is. Stephon Diggs still, he came back last week, but he's still kind of banged up. Um, oh, I see Bama Boy right on time. Bama Boy, Governor, did you know Stephon Diggs' brother plays for Bama? I did not know that. Okay. I'll definitely get the information on that for next week's show. Give him some props there, Bama boy. But uh, his brother, Stefan, we we definitely need him back as well because, man, Vikings are, are really, really, really in a tough spot right now. And, I mean, we can't catch a break. The coach, um, he, he's fighting for his eyesight and one of his eyes. You know, and even at this point, if uh, Adrian Peterson does come back, what do you do? Because here's the thing. No matter what happens with him, let's say Adrian Peterson came back and re-injured the knee or got another injury, the Vikings still owe him his salary for next year, and I think that's at about $18 million. So what do you do? That's right. I don't know either. <laughs> I really don't. Uh, defensive end um, Brian Robinson, upset about missed calls last week. Getting on the refs. And, and yeah, he, you know, he he does make a point. I get it. But man, the, the Cowboys were there to be beat last week. And the Vikings just couldn't step up to the challenge. And it's that simple. We are not who we thought we were, people. And, you know, I, I will say this here in the Twin Cities and all over this upper Midwest region, because our wonderful Vikings do represent the states of Iowa. A lot of Iowa people who follow the Vikings and the Dakotas, um, even in the, in Wisconsin. A lot of Minnesota people live across the border over there and follow their home, t- home state team. 
But man, it is really sinking fast up here. Six and six. It was just five and oh, just so, just literally yesterday, it seemed like people. But man, not anymore. So, um, with that being said, Vikings are at Detroit, or excuse me, at Jacksonville next week. Um, You know, we'll see what happens with Jacksonville. Um, they're kind of middle of the road as well in terms of their stats. They're only averaging 18.7 points a game down there with Bortles. Um, passing yards, 233, not much better there. So um, early injury report, Blake Bortles was a little banged up, but it looks like he did practice down there as well. So Vikings, this is your opportunity. I, look, I think the Vikings are a better team than Jacksonville, but anything can happen. Um, you know, before I get out of here tonight, and again, I want you to check out the Wait a Minute show. And um, Jelani hosting that, ex-squad affiliate, proud to have him on board. Uh, make sure you give his show a listen to. Oh, Jeff in the chat room. <laughs> I'm just scrolling the chat room before I got out of here. You like Vince, rep whoever, whenever. Really, Jeffrey? Come on, man. Come on, so much for uh, brother-in-law, uh, backing brother-in-law here. Oh, man. But anyway, so um, we hope to be back on next Sunday with the sports and more show, S&M show. Make sure you follow Sports Done Right. Facebook page, Sports Done Right, W-R-I-G-H-T. Make sure you follow Instagram. That's right. Sports Done Right on Instagram. Make sure you follow me on Twitter at the Big Smooth One. That's the number one. I am Vince Wright. I am the host of said show, the Sports Done Right show, and co-host Sports and More. Reggie, get well, my man. Big Rob Mitchum out there, my man, man. Please take care of yourself, man. We're, we're thinking of you. I'm glad you're back at it. It sounds like you're going to be back um, up and Adam here real, real soon. So good news there. I'm going to get on out of here, people. We got Jelani coming up next. Again, that's the Wait a Minute show here on Spreaker.com, XSquadAffiliates.com as well. I want to thank you all for joining us tonight here, um, again, from a very, very cold Twin Cities, Minneapolis, St. Paul, Minnesota. I am the sports governor, Vince Wright, and thank you so much for hanging out with us on Sports Done Right. Uh, I'm working on some interviews for next week, so hoping to have some guests on. And again, um, I didn't do a good job tonight of getting the phone number out there. I will next week, but you can always call the show, 651-968-0124. So let's get on out of here, folks. You guys have a great night. Sports done right to be back with you next week. Who knows? Maybe we'll get the first lady on with us as well. Pick her brains. We're still waiting for the the uh, all-conference basketball certificate there, first lady. So make sure you join us from the Situation Room here at the Palatial Lakeside Governor's Mansion. I am Vince Wright, and I am out of here. Thank you so much for joining us. Everyone in the chat room, Jeff, Denise, I mean, everybody, too many to go through tonight. Um, Again, thank you so much for hanging out. I will be back next week. Make sure you listen, and we hope to be back Sunday, sports and more as well. Peace. Thank you for listening to Sports Done Right with your host, the governor of Minnesota Sports Talk, the Honorable Vince Wright. 
Check out Sports Done Right every Tuesday night. And when it's over, stay up on all of the breaking sports news and commentary by joining the Sports Done Right Facebook group. Let your voice be heard and join the conversation right now. You finally got it right with Sports Done Right.